Yo! Welcome everyone once again to the We Are Gamers series. My name is your host, Champ Tone, aka Psychosis. A gamer, a person with a passion for Jesus and gaming. And it is a true pleasure once again to grace your space this day. Today we have the honor and privilege of a gentleman I have personally gamed with. His name, as I know him, is Abe. He's a Twitch streamer, an avid D&D player. He streams Death by Daylight and Minecraft from the episodes I've watched. And he is a very, very interesting individual. And it is my pleasure to introduce him today. Welcome, Abe. What's going on, man? <laughs> it doing? has been a minute. We yes. need to get some league back in, man. It has. I mean, it's hard. We've been we've been playing together. We've been doing some ARAMs for the most part. But yeah, man. I mean, you know, jump in. We're usually on after our time, eight o'clock. So that would be your time. You know, one hour either yeah. before or after. I don't know. You you know the deal. But yeah, welcome, man. Welcome. <laughs> Thanks for having me. When you reached out, I was like, what? Indeed, man. Indeed. I always see you. You've been streaming like really, really hard lately. I, I've, you're on almost every day. I'm like, oh, let me let me check it out. You know, you'd be running that that death by daylight hard, though, man. Holy cow. I am. It's five days a week, six hours a day minimum. So nice. And that's trying. Go ahead. Go ahead. Trying to live that dream. Nice. And that's twitch.tv slash a block a b e l o c for those who are interested. All right. O-E-C. So L I'm sorry. L E C. Yeah. A B E L O E C. Oh, really? Yeah. There's an E oh, in there. Damn, bro. My bad. It hides. It's all right. <laughs> Look, there's all a reason right. I tell her by just call me Abe or Abel. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I know you as Abe. So, all right. So let's ask this first question. So what's, what's the usual, so what's your actual first name and what's the, the gamer names that you use when you like the, the gamer tags that you use online for the most part? Oh God, my actual government name is Greg. Yes, you're, you're the, the one on the social security card. <laughs> the government name is Greg. Um, Greg, nice. Yeah. But for the most part, I use Abeloic for everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I picked that name up, let's see, 27 years ago playing D&D, and it's just kind of stuck with everything since. Able Lord, yo, you want to hear something crazy? You're right. I've never pronounced your name right either. I've That's why I've just said Abe, but Abel Loic <laughs> sounds like an amazing <laughs> D&D name, actually. It, yeah. <laughs> it does. What's funny, though, is uh, for the longest time after the internet got real big and you would Google it, mine was the first search result because I was the only Abeloic. Nice. And then a writer named Mary Gentry wrote a set of books uh, that are, like, adult-themed mm-hmm. and used Uh-oh. it as one of her character names. Uh-oh, you're, you're the sultry uh, love interest? Uh-oh. And, that, and now I'm the second search result <laughs> on Google. <You're> not- <laughs> That's hilarious, man. That's hilarious. Oh, man. So so why choose that name? Like, is there any, like, special meaning that that name in particular really has for you that, that you've chosen it? Um, I mean, it, it was my first D&D character's name. Uh, and then when I moved into Mud Gaming online and you had to name your first character, 
Yeah. Um, it kind of followed me into there. And then after that, you know, all my online friends started knowing me as Abe or Abel or Abeloic. And it just kind of mm. went from there to Warcraft to Xbox Gamer Tag to League. Just nice. everywhere. Nice. Nice. That's interesting. So you were a mud gamer too. Wow. Yeah, I, I know yeah. about the mud gaming. Back in the day when there wasn't any pictures, it was yep. you read a paragraph of text and then yep. you like go north, kill go mob. North, go north, go west, go south, rest, drink. Yep. Yeah, man. I, I know about the mud. It's, it's been so long though. Holy cow. <laughs> uh, right, what's so funny? Is yeah. I just got an email yesterday telling me that one of the OG muds I played mm. is back alive. Like the what? the admin finally got like out of military service, and he's trying to reboot it. Wow! The actual server for the online mud, the entire game. Yeah. Whoa, that's interesting, and it's interesting because games like that some people would definitely get back into because it was such a rich experience, right? I mean, you know, you have these flashy games now, but it was something about a mud, the, the role-playing element. And you're a D&D player, so you you understand that role-play element so well. And because I, I watch your D&D streams, and those are always very interesting. I, I like watching those. Yeah, it's it's my true passion is tabletop RPG, D&D, Pathfinder, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, but like just that that RP of the muds are like even if I could get into like a static GTA RP server, I would be on that in a heartbeat. Wow, wow, that's awesome! All right, that actually leads us into this next question. So, you know, we we talked about the old mud gaming, and we're kind of showing our age. I mean, I think I'm a little I'm a little older than you are. I mean, you know, maybe by like five six years. But if you don't mind, if you could just and this is a tricky question because sometimes people aren't so so keen about giving their age. So if you could just give us your age or if you prefer your age bracket. And when did you actually start gaming as a whole? I'm 42. Oh, damn. We're the same age, bro. Yeah. I, <laughs> look, there's a reason that everybody calls us the old men in a group. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. I didn't think... I thought I was a little older, actually. Well, I didn't know we were the same age. That's interesting. Yeah. It's, uh, and my first video game that we brought in mm. is we picked up the old Atari 2600 mm. secondhand from a flea market. Nice. Now, do you remember we, the any of the games that used the role on it? Uh, we played Tank. And uh, oh, there was a yes. there was like an old Marvel Spider Man where basically you just shot the web up, and you move left and right to avoid stuff and to like collect the coins or whatever. Spider Man. Oh, I don't yeah. Remember. I don't remember that game. Wow, for the Atari for the twenty six hundred. Yeah, it was like old. I think it was the twenty six hundred. I mean, this was like in in like eighty seven. So yeah, it's yeah. It, it's it's been a few years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's. I was, I'm kind of in the same boat because that's when really I I used to I used to hit the Sequest and it was Sequest, Asteroids, and Pitfall. Those were the ones that that I really played a lot for the Atari. Yeah. And and the tennis. Yeah. The tennis you could do four players, which was crazy because they had the the paddles with the circles that you were able that it was like a split 
it was so weird. So it plugged into the one port, but it split into two controllers. I don't know. Yeah, I remember, remember that. Yeah, yeah. I do. And you and, were uh, to, yeah. The the first game I actually played system I played on though, I think it was like the old um Telestro by Comcore. What is that? It it was Telestro. basically Yeah, I, it was I, basically I, it took like a punch card and like Oh yes. It, it had two remotes. Yes. That were just the little like knobs that you turn because the only games that had on it were like tennis or like table hockey. Yeah. And my yeah. uncle had one. And during the summers, me and my cousins would be over at his house using the pool. And when it was lunchtime, we'd go in and play on it. Hilarious! I do remember. It was like a it it was it was like a beige light colored system, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember that with the punch cards. Oh man! Wow. See, we were just straight. We're just like validating our age right now with everything we we're talking about. <laughs> all, all, all these young folks listening to this podcast can be like Googling, what is a Telestro by Cor- Corco? It's the same what? people who made the Commodore. Oh, really? That I didn't know. That I didn't know. Well, my son, my oldest son, who's actually 21, <laughs> he's into a lot of the retro gaming. He actually has been collecting old systems. So he has an old ColecoVision. He has all the he has an original Nintendo, an original Super Nintendo. Like he just has them for posterity, you know what I mean? And he likes some of the older games. I mean, obviously not. He's he's not a fan of so much the Atari the Atari games, but he actually really enjoys a lot of the Super Nintendo Super Nintendo games and everything. It's 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 interesting. It's really interesting. So, let me ask this next question. What was it really about gaming? You know, you you said you started with the with the Atari really and what was it about gaming that you what was the draw for you that that drew you in that you wanted to actually play these games and kept playing? Now that I'm older, I know it was escapism, but growing up, it was always the story. Like the story of mm. Super Mario Brothers was was like interesting. Um, the story of the Legend of Zelda. Um, mm, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. what drew me in and made me want to play more. Like the fighting games are cool, sports games are cool, but if you want me to like sit down and focus on your game, it has to have a good story. Oh, so you must have been big on like RPGs and stuff. With yeah, I still am. If you go look through my Steam library, there are so many RPG games, mm. dude. So you've played uh oh what what what's the other what's the one that that something sins oh not sins of a solar empire am I saying it right or no it's it's kind of like Baldur's Gate with the the isometric perspective <sighs> why uh, you you I'm probably saying the name totally wrong too but but those type of games right like like the original Baldur's Gate series and everything. Yeah, Baldur's Gate. Um, that was great. The, the Oblivion yeah, Scroll, Elder Scrolls. Um, great series. Great series. The Far Cry series. I loved Far Cry. I hated Far Cry Five. Mm, really? They did what? a bad job. They bad. They did a bad job with the story. Like did the they? story was not satisfying. After all that, because the story was so good for the other ones. Yeah, like they they even had like big names in Far Cry Five. They had the guy that played uh, Gustavo Fring from Breaking Bad as the villain. Wow. The story though, it wasn't satisfactory ending like the rest of them. Oh, 
Uh, they probably relied on the voice acting, thinking that yeah. people would just be drawn to it just for that, which I'm sure some people probably were. But, I mean, even if you have, like, Mark Hamill voicing a story, the story sucks. The story sucks. <laughs> That's right. Bad writing can kill a, a great show in a heartbeat. Oh, man. Yeah, and, and, and RPGs are no exception. Cause, and, and on this show, I've had a few people actually say that, how... You know, when you have a game that tells a good story and a good narrative, you being the character now playing it, though, you know, that that could really that that really makes or breaks a game. And I know from my experiences, Super Nintendo had had some good narrative games. And now on the Switch, I think there are a bunch of good JRPGs that have come out that the stories have been really good that I haven't been. Oh, man. It did. Like I, one of my my favorite RPGs from from the old NES, Super NES days, was Chrono Trigger. Yes, um, so good. And like, I, I was so excited when they announced Chrono Cross. I was like, Oh mm. God, this is this is going to be the next evolution of this game. And then was so disappointed in it Chrono was, Cross. It was, and you know, Chrono Trigger was just one of those games that was just so good. I didn't, I was like, how are they going to make it better? I, I couldn't see, you know, I was hoping it would be as good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because the bar was set so high. The story was so good. It was kind of linear, but at the same time, non-linear after you got to a certain point, which was kind of new mm-hmm. for that style of, of JR. You know, it was, well, it was more of a, no, it was a JRPG. It wasn't, it wasn't like a secret of mana that was more action R- RPG oriented. Yeah, it was more JRPG. Right. And that story... And then it, it was one of the few games that came out at the time that had so many endings. Yeah, it, it, I think it was the the second game that came out that had multiple endings. Uh, I can't remember if it came first or the Final Fantasy came first that had the multiple endings. Yeah, I don't remember uh, either, but that was definitely right. That was new. It's like, what? More than one ending? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh... And it, Trust me, if you if you were into them, you, you would replay and replay it. You would keep track of which endings you got. Right. Because there was so much that you could do. I never got the ending where everybody was a frog, though, at the end. Because I heard about this ending, and I see, I've see i seen it. Is it. It's either the frogs or the lizards. There's an ending. Spoiler alert for anyone who's never played Chrono Trigger and wants to play it. And I just ruined the game for you. I'm sorry. But <laughs> there's an ending where... Everyone, you wake up at the end, and everyone is either a lizard or a frog, which is yeah, they were all frogs. Yeah, yeah, and this, and when you see that, you're like, oh, uh oh, because <laughs> there's a character who's a frog who has a uh, a particular, and that was a good story though, because he has this, you know, it's like the old medieval times and. He has this thing for the princess and everything. And then it's like, oh, everybody's a frog. Oh, everybody's a frog. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. So, so tell me, how was your how was your family's reaction really to when you actually started gaming? Like were they were they supportive of gaming? Were they just nonchalant, ambivalent? You know, um, this, this is always yeah. How was your family's uh, reaction? So, so I'd like a couple of your other people. My family was 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 not so nice. Like my mom was uh, dependent on pain pills, so she was kind of 
not ever there. My dad worked two time two jobs all the time, so he was never home. So I didn't really get any any support or pushback. It was, you know, I would come home, mom would be a lump on a couch, dad wouldn't be there. I'd mm. eat something and then like go to my room and play video games. Mm. So, like I said, now that I'm older, I realize that my gaming was escapism. <laughs> got you. I got you. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting, though. So, hmm. That's interesting. So, here, you started talking about your parents. Just, if you don't mind, just just give us details about your background and culture. Um, I grew up um, basically lower middle class uh, in the South. Um, my dad was a firefighter. My mom uh, was a secretary until she got in a car wreck and got addicted to pain pills. So oh, no. we oh, struggled wow. all growing up. Like I was one of the free lunch kids at school. Um, we were normally a generation or two behind or secondhand when it came to any technology. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, like I didn't have the best childhood. I've got fond memories of some stuff. You know, like when we got the Nintendo, it was when. I think they had released, what was it, uh, GameCube was when they first brought the Nintendo in that was actually wow. new instead of me, like, getting my cousin secondhand when they got the next generation. Gotcha. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Nintendo was good. That was a good, that was a great freaking system, though. Yeah. That that was I remember getting my first Nintendo. Yeah, my parents, we were kind of the same. We were, you know, you always had your friends that got it day of and they're bragging and you're just like, Yeah, you know, I'll come over your house and play it. <laughs> yeah. It's uh I remember always trying to talk my parents into letting me spend the night at my my cousin's house mm-hmm. because they were the the latest and greatest family. Um, especially after um, Flying Warriors came out for Nintendo. Flying um, Warriors? Yeah. Flying Warriors. I can't remember that game. It was a, um, it was a fighting game? Well, it no. was like an action game. Hmm. Like The premise was is like you were a kung fu guy. But after you, you did so much, you like powered up and became like super guy. It was like in an game, altered game. beast? Kinda. Hmm, Flying Warriors. The name rings a bell, but I cannot for the life of me. Like, I, I can't picture what it... I'll remember what it was like. Wow. Interesting. Like, I, I, I keep the Nintendo and the Super Nintendo emulator on the Switch. Mm. And every time they update the list of games on there, I look for it. Hoping <laughs> that they will Flying put it on there. <laughs> For Flying Warriors. Yeah, that and Black Bass Fishing Tournament. Oh, Black Bass Fishing, so good. I've played that game. That is such a good... It's such a silly, silly game, but that's... Which one? The one for Super Nintendo? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Black Bass Fishing Tournament. That's that's funny, man. And you're... So just just to cover all bases, you're, you're from the, the U.S., yes. Yeah, I'm from the southern U.S. I grew up um, in South Georgia, Your down in the doesn't, sticks. Doesn't give it away at all, just just uh, so you know. <laughs> yeah. 
I did move around a little bit. I mean, if if it's a southern U.S. state, I've lived in it. So interesting. So you know, having said that, and you you started alluding to the impact that your actual culture kind of had on your gaming. So you know, have there been any other positive or negative impacts that you can directly directly point on that has affected your actual gaming experience overall outside of, you know, what, what you've already discussed? Um, I mean, I've made a ton of friends through gaming. I mean, I've met you, I've met Avante, um, I've hmm. met my buddy Galutrand, um, nice. but I've made friends through gaming at previous jobs that I still talk to. Um, <laughs> all of my D&D people, we all play games together. Like, Oh, that's awesome. I don't care what language you speak. You can all sit down and play video games together. Yeah, and isn't isn't that awesome? It's like it it'll it'll bring two strangers who don't know each other, right? Especially if it's someone at your job because I've experienced that. I had a coworker, I forget what the heck I was talking about and I made a reference to I think over or she made a reference to Overwatch and I instantly caught on and I was like, "Wait, what? What did you just say?" You, you know what I mean? And then I'm like, wait a second. Did you just quote Tracer at me? <laughs> like... Yeah, it was, was it, I think it was either Tracer or, it, no, it was, uh, what's her name? Uh, Brigitte. Right. She said a comment. She said, and I was like, no, I said, wait, 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 wait. She did not just say it in a meeting. Said it in a meeting. No one caught it. You know, just like an off comment as a response to a question. And you know we were we were good coworkers. We weren't like buddy buddy, but after that I was like, "Yo, you play?" And she's like, "Yeah, why?" I'm like, "Uh, I'm a platinum Zenyatta main. Uh, we need to like, you know, hook we up need to hook up. Uh, yeah, exactly. I need a pocket healer. Come on." <laughs> well, I was, I was, I was her pocket, but she used to play support too. But it was just it's so funny, and even if you're on. I think it was on the ferry, like some when because I I used to take a ferry to work. Sometimes I'll be hearing people talking about league, and I just like to myself, I just smile. I, like I don't get into the conversations as much anymore because they were actually raging. You know, people right. talk about League of Legends, and usually the conversation isn't so positive. The game, the game that did it for me was World of Warcraft because mm. you know. Any World of Warcraft players is they're either going to be a horde or alliance, right? Right. And and yeah. you know most of us we, we'll rock whichever you know emblem for whichever faction we represent. Yep. And you would be sitting in the parking lot at work, and somebody would roll up, and they'd have one or the other. And if it was a you know a horde made, you'd stick your head out the window, and yell "Lactor Ugar," <laughs> and, and they would shout it back across the parking lot. You know. And it was just, it was just bonding. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. you work different shifts. You never see this person. They pull up rocking a Horde logo on the back window of their car. It's like, and oh. just for that moment, you know, you do that. And it's like, what server are you on? Right. You know, you maybe we fist, should run a five man. The fist, you give them the fist, the, the, give them the, the, the fist sign. You're like for the Horde. And they're like, oh, yeah. snap. Right, which server right away? But it, it sucked because you would never, no one was ever on the same server, especially, right. especially like, you know, fifteen years ago. Now you can actually play with people on different servers, which is great. You can even raid, which is like you know amazing that they finally got that down. It oh, is. Oh man, 
That's awesome, man. So, so you still you still game? I mean, I've seen you. I've seen you still game. You, I've I've seen you log into league every now and then, and you do stream actively. And you, why do you still choose to play to play video games now? Um, honestly, it it, it lets me keep getting to know people. Like my my wife is is the the income winner. Like I'm I make a joke about it. I'm a house husband. Uh, I worked IT for 22 years and just got to the point where I was just mm. burned out and my last two companies had done me super dirty. Mm. Um, and me and my wife sat down and talked about it and she makes enough that we can pay all our bills, live comfortably, and I can ch- try to chase this dream I've got of, you know, mm. being a content creator, you know? Yeah. So that's that's kind of where we're at. So I try to play games that, like, make let me have a good time mm-hmm. but don't take all of my attention to where you know if somebody comes into like my twitch chat and says what's mm-hmm. up i can be like hey man welcome back um yeah, yeah. but it also gives me enough time to make sure i take care of the stuff around the house gotcha you. you know hmm. interesting yeah yeah and and again i mentioned this earlier at, at the beginning you know twitch.tv slash a B E L O E C, right? Did I get it right this there time? There you go. You got it right that time. <laughs> Abeloic. Abeloic. Oh man. I'm what next time you jump into the into our Discord with, with the guys, I'm gonna say that. And I guarantee you they're gonna be like, what? Somebody's gonna be like, what? That's Abe. I'm like, it's Abeloic. That's Abeloic. Oh, but man. it's funny because, like, I go into a Twitch chat for the first time, and the streamers always mangle, mangle it. And I'm like, just call me Abe or Abel. It's easier <laughs> on everybody. I, I and mean, they're I, like, okay, I understand that. Yeah, I've I've never I've never noticed the E. Honestly, yeah, it it, it slips in there. I've never noticed. I mean, now more so than before because, you know, I, I can't really right. see the E, but for the most part, yeah. I've never really noticed the E. It's 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 so it's so weird. Able look, but it's and and now thinking back, knowing about your D and D, knowing you know where you come from and stuff, it totally fits though. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's such a good name. All right, so here let's. We got a few more questions. This this has been so good getting to know you, Abe, man. So, what is what is your number one? What is your number one? Favorite video game of all time. I know you've played since way back when, but what is your actual number one favorite video game of all time? Oh, see, that's so hard because, like, there's so many different things to weigh for it, you know? Because, like, I've got different favorites for, like, isometric survival. I've got different Mm. favorites for story. Um Honestly, because of the sheer flexibility of it, mm-hmm. I'm going to be a big old nerd and say Minecraft. <laughs> Minecraft, nice. Minecraft, because you can just do so much with that game. Mm. From all the different mods, you can, I mean, they've got mods that'll let you replicate Mario Brothers. They'll get, they've got mods that give you quests like it's Warcraft. Um, it has to be probably one of my, one of, if it's not number one, it's in like the top five. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and you've streamed it too. That, but that game is like so. 
it's it's been constantly evolving. Do you remember when you started playing Minecraft? I do. I it was like um version like one point one. It was back when there was only oak wood in it. Wow. I got it for seven bucks. Wow. So you've been playing on it literally probably right after release then, right? Yeah, Maybe. like uh, like uh, probably a, not even a year after release. I had a buddy that's like, dude, come play this. Check out this game. And like, I got it and I played it. And I was like, this is the dumbest game ever. All you do is punch <laughs> blocks. How do you make anything? And now like I, I look at it and I'm like, I'm glad I got this game because, you know, it, even from the basic game to like the most advanced mods, mm-hmm. there's so much you can do in that game. I mean, they've made a working computer in Minecraft. Yeah, I've I've seen wow, that's actually crazy. I didn't know that. I've seen some um, some crazy stuff. Um my son actually hosts a Minecraft server. <laughs> there there's a group of people who have made a a public server where you can join and you can get news from around the world. So like let's say you're in a country where what? the news is blacklisted or yeah. heavily audited. You can log on to this server and get the unedited view from the rest of the world in your language. No. And yeah. and that country hasn't because I know sometimes countries will outlaw software that allows that. Maybe they don't realize this is happening. That's crazy, man. Well, the thing is, is if you outlaw this, like it keeps you keeps your kids from able to get on the lake the actual gaming sites of it, right? But who's to say that, you know, mom and dad's not getting on Junior's Microsoft account and going and looking at the news. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, no, I mean, that's that's actually pretty, that's pretty amazing. Not for nothing. That's wild, yeah. man. Holy cow. Wow, that's, that's crazy. So Minecraft, that's interesting. All right, so with that in mind, so what is your... And and it might not be related to Minecraft actually, because we all have a different we all have our different experiences, but what is your number one absolute gaming me- like your favorite favorite gaming memory that you will never ever forget? It could be a positive, it could be a negative, but it's a it's a gaming memory that you just always will will always remember. Oh, I know that you probably have so many. <laughs> I, I have so many. Probably the one that stands out to me was when I bought my PlayStation 2 mm. with Final Fantasy 7 after I was legally emancipated from my parents. Legally okay. emancipated? Yeah, I was legally oh. emancipated, which means I was. I was 15. Mm. Um, and, and basically got divorced from my parents. Wow. Um, and it was my first quote unquote big boy purchase. Mm. Um, but it was something that I got me for, you know, getting out of a bad situation that would let me. Oh, you, you chose to do it or was it more like, yeah, I, I, mean, I, you I don't chose to, to do it. it if you don't um, no, it's, um, so, like I said earlier, you know, my mom was basically, mm-hmm. for lack of a better word, mom was a junkie. Um, and it got to the point where my dad was getting physically, mentally, and emotionally abusive. And mm-hmm. I basically went to court and told the judge that while they were getting a divorce, I was like, look, I don't want to live with either of them. 
Wow. You know, mm-hmm. this is the situation with her, this situation with him, and you're okay. I want to be rid of it. Okay. We're recording this. You know what I mean? This is not yeah, that's fun. All right. All right. Wow. It, that's... It, I've, I've told this story so many times, dude. Oh, like that's I mean, it, it, is, it's it's the first time I've heard about it. I mean, you know, that sounds like a, a rough, unfortunate, rough situation. But then you went, yeah. you bought your PlayStation Two, and you were like Final Fantasy Seven, and that's yeah. a, that's another great, great freaking RPG. And that was the one with Knights of the Round, and yep, getting and to sucks. summon Bahamut. Yeah, like, and it sucks because they don't have that in the remake. Nope. Which I was I was totally floored by that. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. What do you mean? I mean, granted, getting it was a pain in the butt. You had to do so much crap just to get that materia. But once oh, you got it, stuff. right? It was so you, crazy. Once you got Knights of the Round, though, you were untouchable. Yeah, you, yeah. That's all you needed. It and it was and it was visually like so amazing. Literally, the twelve Knights of the Round table, including King Arthur, would there would be a literal video of each of them showing up and, and giving a slash every time you use that summit. It was so crazy. It was. <laughs> I remember. <But> I remember. <laughs> oh, Lord, excuse me. <clears throat> I got that game, and that was mm. because I couldn't afford, like, cable TV or anything like that mm. because, you know, I was, I was 15. I worked at a grocery store and went to school full-time still. Mm-hmm. Um, that's... That was my sole source of entertainment. Right. And I mean, that was a game that you were able to play. Hours. Four discs. Right. Right. Four discs. That was, yeah. Four discs. And the story was great. That was such a great story. It was. That was such a great story. I mean, you want to talk about people say, oh, you know, a lot of it is nostalgia. Listen, some of the Final Fantasy stories, I agree, are good. But there was something about the Final Fantasy VII story that was just like, whoa. You know, even they even killed off a main character that you actually invested in. You know what I mean? You actually felt vested in that character. And they killed her off. I think it was the first game that I played where they actually killed one of the main characters. Well, really? Wow. Because remember, they kind of did that in Chrono Trigger 2. Yeah, I think it depended on you know, on on your choices for Chrono Trigger. I don't it, like it's been so long since yeah, I played those yeah. games. That's true. You're right. I mean, when I first played it, I was like, "Oh, that character is dead." Uh, I was kind of like, "Oh, snap!" And then, you know, playing Final Fantasy VII, because was it around? Were they released around the same time? I I got I gotta look into it. It had to be close. Because Final Fantasy VII first released on the original PlayStation, yes? I want to say yes, but I could be wrong. Final Fantasy released in 97 on the on the original console. On PS1, yeah. Yeah. That was... That, were you ever a fan of any of the Tactics games? Um, I was, and Chrono Trigger released in 95 on the, on the Super Famicom. Uh, two years earlier okay right interesting yeah i i was i was big into final fantasy tactics um 
and what's funny is like growing up I wasn't that big into the tactics games just because I didn't have like the patience for it. And now some of my favorite games are those those <laughs> tactical games like yeah. Final Fantasy Tactics, mm. um Celesta, XCOM, mm. um you, you like Divinity Two. That's that's the game I was talking about earlier, Divinity. That's a good RPG series. Yeah, Divinity yeah. Two was an amazing game. Yes, those there. So it's two. Is it two or three? It's only two, right? Uh, I think there's only two of them so far now. There's Divinity and then there's Divinity 2 Original Sin is right. its like full name. Right. And then there's so and then in the Baldur's Gate series, there was one and two. Then they did all a bunch of Dragon Age series. There's a, yep. there was a new one that was supposed to be coming out. Yeah, they released Baldur's Gate 3 last year, I think. I don't. I keep checking to see if it's released. I I don't. I gotta. I gotta look into it because I would. I would. Man. Well, playing new games right now isn't isn't so viable. But yeah, that's that's definitely definitely on the rail because those were because the Baldur's Gate was directly from D and D. Like it was no Baldur's Gate releases in twenty twenty three August is when they're saying. I think the demo was available earlier. Okay, that makes sense. Because yeah. a lot of people were giving it heat because they were like, eh, it's kind of contrasty right now. Oh, really? Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> Hopefully they could tighten it up. But the story, because all the characters in the story were, if you played D&D, you knew where they were all from. You mm-hmm. understood You understood about Dark Elves. You understood about you know the saving throws. And it used those systems which which made it so much more, I guess, fun because you would see like the roles in the chat box. Yeah, it was like when they did uh, Dungeons and Dragons online, and yeah. you would go to attack, and you would see the little dice roll on the screen. Yeah, yeah. Which oh, is real man. similar to what they've done with Solasta, except it's that top kind of like that top down um, strategy game. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Solasta. I gotta. I gotta look into that. Sounds. That sounds interesting. Oh man, this is so good. Oh, it, I haven't really talked to to many people who who are big into into RPGs. I mean, I'm I'm a huge I'm a huge RPG fan. But you know, we're we're winding down. Let me just ask this this one last question. This has been so good, Abe. So this last question is a bit more of a technical question. Okay. So so how have you felt the evolution of of gaming? And you've seen it, you know, from Atari moving up you know how has how how do you feel that the evolution of gaming has impacted your gaming experience um i think the the increase in technology has has overall made it better like i remember you know like we were talking about the four disc for the playstation um having to take go through all those load screens and it like would pull you out of the immersion where now you can play games like far cry Mm -hmm. where you can go all over the entire game map without a single cutscene. like that that loading screen i mean you've got games like um far i said far cry um elden ring Mm -hmm. yeah where you've got all of this open world that you can go explore and there's nothing there to like stop you. There's no invisible wall. Like yeah, the invisible walls. <laughs> like that was the biggest complaint I had when Warcraft, World of Warcraft, mm. is you would be trying to explore somewhere and you'd hit like just a wall and you're like, why can't I go anywhere 
past this tree. That was that, and that's um, the original server Warcraft. I remember that. <laughs> right. Um, but it's the the evolution of the technology has also made it a lot more um, accessible. Mm. Like definitely, yeah. Because the technology's improved, things have gotten stronger. I remember when you had to have a big old beast of a computer to play the most intense games. Yes. Remember, and, remember the hard drive raid setups? Oh, yeah, where you'd have like seven or eight hard drives yeah. piggybacked. But now my wife's laptop that's sitting in there on the, the coffee table can play GTA Five on the highest graphics yeah. and, and not even stream. Like... Yeah. The fact that you can have, I hate the new remote controls mm. uh, because I'm old and, you know, <laughs> I miss the Nintendo and Super Nintendo remotes, but being able to, you know, there, there's people on Twitch now with like one arm who can play Counter-Strike or Warzone just Amazing. as good, if not better than people who have both arms. Like yeah. that's how much the technology is advanced. I agree, man. I agree. It's definitely been, it's definitely been, you know, yeah, I agree with everything you've just said. Those are, those are some very, some very positive points. Abe, thank you, man. Thank you so much for, for being a part of this. I mean, we've, we've gone a little over, but it's all good, man. Cause you know. Anytime, man. Thanks for having me. Like it's, it's, I tell everybody, you know, I'm spread the love. That's what, that's what's about, you know, Support your friends in their creative endeavors and just just make the world a better place. Word. Indeed. Absolutely, man. And you're you're one of the the gamers that I can honestly say that, you know, sometimes you play with some people and you know, you're kinda like, Yeah, I think I'm gonna not play with them for maybe a few games or something like that. Let me just take a break because they've got they've gotten <laughs> they've gotten listen, I'm not saying nothing, but you know, there's there's a few people I mean, I've had that experience with, with, you know, and on different platforms, too, that I'm just like, yeah. whoa, okay, this guy's getting a little... And I understand, because I, I, I've I've been there, too. I, I know I've gotten a little cringe sometimes. You know, my son has had to... He was like, Dad, uh, you're, you're getting a little crazy. I'm like, okay, okay. You know, but you've actually been one of those dudes that you've always been chill, even when, when things are, like, super rough. We're getting our butts kicked, and... <laughs> You still I try. It's 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 here. Perfect example is is Dead by Daylight, mm. right? You've got all these content creators out there like Spooky Lube, Spook and Jukes, Aaron, uh, Aaron. I can't think of his last name. Aaron Dukes, who make all these videos over these streamers mm. who will be playing a video game and lose or something, mm. and they just rage and they tell people to go kill themselves, to go yeah. drink bleach, insult their families. And I'm oh like, God, I know it's just a video game. I may call you trash and call you a donut during the game, but <laughs> after at the end of the game, like it's GG go next. Right. Exactly. You know, like and I, you know, you whip my butt. Oh, cool. Whatever. You know, you just, you take the beating and move on, man. And you know, like I said, you're, you've definitely been one of those guys that I've rolled with that, you know, it's, it's, it's for the most part. Yeah. It's been a very, very pleasurable, you know, experience. So here, let me just, let me just wrap things up here. So, you know, this was Abe again, check him out. Twitch.tv slash A B E L O E C. 
And I want to say that those of you who are listening, you are awesome. Jesus loves you. And ganadora. Ganadora.